Hello and welcome back. This is Give It a Rest, the podcast where we put to rest common practices, ideas, and beliefs that we need to get rid of for the greater good in order to live more peaceful and joy-filled lives. My name is Joy. I am your host. This is episode nine. Welcome back, everybody. This is a special episode. We are celebrating my fourth Baldiversary. It was last week, but it's a new dawn and it's a new day. And this is the day that I recorded the podcast. It's still my Baldiversary. It's just like birthdays. You have a lot of time to celebrate them. Like my birthday is in June, which is very soon. But I've been celebrating for the past couple of months because that's just how I like to do it. Anyway, today's episode is about beauty standards. And if you know me, you know I'm bald. If you're listening to this, then you don't know what I look like. But for those of y'all who are my friends, hey girls, thank you for joining in. You know this, that I'm bald. A lot of y'all have known me, have not known me to have hair. And I think that's funny because a lot of my friends who I've actually known for a while now, they have not, they have not known, okay, we're recording. They have not known a joy with hair on her head. And I love that for them and I love that for me. Anyway, let's get right on into the episode. We always start here with a definition. And so today we're defining beauty standards. Beauty standards refer to the societal or cultural ideals and expectations regarding physical appearance and attractiveness. They are a set of criteria or characteristics that are commonly regarded as desirable or beautiful within a particular context or community. Beauty standards are... They're made up. Let's just start there. They're made up. They're not real. Everybody does this because of the media, because of advertisements, and just especially within particular cultures. So in America, unfortunately, we're stuck here and it's very whitewashed. Everything is very Eurocentric, even over here in the West. So symmetry plays a role, skin color. What else? It gave me examples. I was supposed to read them. So symmetry and proportion, clear clear and youthful skin, body shape and size, facial features, skin color, and hairstyles. We're going to go off on hairstyles. So let's talk about me being bald first. I've been bald for four years. I did this on May 22nd, 2019. It was after my first year of dental school and I was just like to now is the time we're doing it let's do it okay and it's been really a good time for me initially when I started I just cut off most of it but not all of it and it led to me having to do too much work and that was part of a big reason why I was getting rid of my hair in the first place anyway we are going to talk about that later now let's go over some facts regarding hair and especially black hair because it's such a big topic of discussion for some reason. Like everybody wants to say on what our hair should look like or how it should be when we are attending formal events or at work or casually. Tame your hair. Go do something with your hair. What are you talking about? This is on my head. Mind your own business. And ugh. Okay. So these are some facts that I got off of Beyonce's internet. Okay. Black women spend an average of $54.14 every month on hair care products. That was from this one website. It'll it'll all be linked. Another one said that black women as a whole spend $473 million yearly. 
on hair. That's from Essence. And then more than half spend at least 15% of their monthly budget on hair. That's crazy because I just feel like there's better things we can do with our money and time. And then also black women experience more hair anxiety than other women. I must agree. I must agree. Okay. Never been anything other than a black woman, but I can just from my observations of life, that seems to be very correct. And it's really sad that we have to, you know, dedicate so much time, energy, and even anxiety to the hair on our heads. Like, I think, I know, not I think, I know that there are more important things we should be doing. So let's now get into the questions because people ask me questions all the time about my bald head. And so I'm, I'm just going to answer them for you. Later in the episode, we will get to the things that I've learned since being bald. Like four years, I have a college degree, a four-year degree in bald headism. So um, <laughs> we'll go over those lessons and then we'll end with actionable steps for self-love despite beauty standards. And then also we'll get into some affirmations to help just affirm yourself and feel confident in the skin that you're in. And I'm not saying that everybody has to change something about themselves to feel good. Like that is actually the opposite of what I'm saying. We should be able to feel confident and feel good in our skin, regardless of the effort that we put in or what everybody else says. It's not about anybody else. This is about you. So without further ado, let's get into these questions. Um, the first one, why? Why did I shave my head? Because I was tired of doing it. I don't like doing hair. Never have. I probably never will like doing hair. Even shaving my head now, it is a 15-minute ordeal once a week. And to find that 15 minutes, it is like, ugh, I guess we'll get up and do it before work today. Or do this before you get in bed tonight. And that's usually how it goes because I don't enjoy doing my hair. It's not something that feels good for me. Like I enjoy doing my skincare routine. I enjoy doing yoga. Those are both things I do for myself. Doing my hair is also something I do for myself, but I don't like doing it. So, hmm. okay. And also I've always wanted to be bald. Even in college, I'd be like, I'm two seconds away from being like Britney in 2008. If this doesn't work out, talking about a perm or something I'd be trying to do with my hair. If this doesn't work out, I'm shaving my head and that's it. So I was always playing with that idea and it was always, you know, something that was in the back of my mind. Um, and then I also wanted freedom and I didn't want the freedom to try different hairstyles. That's not, that's not what this is about. Some people are like, oh, you can try so many things. I could if I wanted to, but I don't. Okay. And also, I wanted to save money. And also, after I already shaved my head, it was more of a why are you still bald type of question. And again, saving money, amazing. Y'all, I, I don't spend money on hair. I work with a scalp care company, which I love, Bald Air. And I also have the same clippers that I have had for like two years now. So I paid $30, $40 for them no money gets spent on my hair. And I've also stayed bald because I look like my ancestors. 
and I don't have grandparents anymore. They have passed. But while they were here, I spent so much time with them and it was just so impactful because these are people who I really look up to and I really admire. And all of the work that they've done and just their resilience and uh, I just love my grandparents so much. But looking in the mirror, I see them in my own face. And I feel like if I had more going on, if I altered my appearance, then I wouldn't look like them. And that would make me sad. So um, I'm still bald also because it saves me so much time. There's never a thought. Well, maybe. Sometimes the thought is, oh, am I going to shave my head before or after this thing that I have to go to? But getting ready or planning my outfit or whole look for an event, party, anything, it does not include a lot of time for hair because I don't need it. And also it removes uncertainty. So again, with the looks thing, like if I want to look a certain way for this party, if I want to look a certain way for this conference, that's about styling. That's about like clothing styling because it has nothing to do with my hair. And I love that. There's no uncertainty with it. Even if it rains, if it's windy, if it's humid, if I'm going swimming, I it doesn't matter because it's, it's going to look like this. So another question that I get so often is how I knew it would be cute. And the answer is that I did not know. I didn't know that. I was just like, okay, we will see. I, the back of my head could have been lumpy, lumpier than lumpy, and I wouldn't have known until I just went for it. And luckily, my head is not lumpy. Very grateful for that. <laughs> but I didn't know. My sister, her hair was short at the time. She had um, like a teeny weeny afro. That's how she wears her hair now, actually. And she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And I figured that if she looked good with no hair, well, with minimal hair, then I would look good with no hair as well. So that was also an easy thing for me to kind of compare. And the last thing, which I think is hilarious, I would either slick back my hair and take pictures to where it looked like I was bald, or I would get on Snapchat and use one of the filters. I guess you can do Instagram now. But I used the filters and I did it with a bald head. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. This is, this could be a thing. And with all of that, I still was a little uncertain, but I, I had to shave my head anyway. I just had to go for it and see what the result would be. The last thing people ask me is how I got the courage to do it. And I really don't know what to tell y'all because I, I was nervous about it and I felt like maybe I wouldn't like it or I wouldn't feel good with it. So I did it during a break. So I was in school at the time I had summer break. Summer break was all of two weeks. So I said, let me cut my hair off. I have two weeks to figure it out. And if I hate it, then figure something out. But I didn't hate it. And I actually, within those two weeks, I went from having a little bit of hair, maybe an inch, inch and a half, to being completely shaped because I just felt like that looked more streamlined. I feel like I look more er ergodynamic. <laughs> aerodynamic? Yes, aerodynamic. And... It just, it just worked. And I'm so grateful. At that time, I got my eyelashes done. I got my nails done. I was like, I need to look feminine. Even though I don't have any hair, I need to look feminine. And so that was kind of my security blanket in it. But at the end of the day, I got my hair cut shorter. And then I lost all the stuff. I was like, no more nails, no more lashes. Because again, this is adding extra stuff to my hair routine, which I don't need. 
So the courage, I, it was fake. I didn't actually have the courage to do it. I just, we're going to try it and see. And it worked out for me. So, um, okay. So now the questions are done. And this is what I've learned, y'all. This is what I've learned after four years of being bald. And I feel like, so these are things that I've noticed about myself and then things that I think other people notice about me. So I feel like I am more memorable. Certain opportunities have been granted to me. I don't know if it's because I'm bald or just because I look more unique, but I don't know. It's just happened. So right after, maybe a year after I shaved my head, I became a fakes ambassador, which has been the best time ever, which comes with a really great community of people. And then also working with a great company that actually cares about the people it sells things to. That has been a really positive experience for me. And I was also chosen to come out and do a photo shoot with them. And that photo shoot ended up being used in a national campaign. Like I was on billboards and catalogs and all that stuff. And I don't know that that would have been afforded to me had I looked like um, everybody else, like with a sew-in or with braids or just with my natural hair wearing that. I, I just feel like it's more memorable. So call me crazy, but that's just my experience. Um, another thing that's happened, it makes getting ready so much easier. I love slow mornings. I love easing myself into the day. And I can't do that if I'm worried about whether my hair is going to cooperate or not with the weather or with my outfit or anything. Just I don't want to have to worry about that. Another thing, swimming, vacation, weather does not matter. So again, I don't have to worry about what's going on, what the activities of the day will be. Do I have a hat or not? That's really just the answer. Like, do I have a hat or not? Is it sunny? Do we need this type of hat? Is it cold? Do we need this type of hat? That's the only considerations that go into it. But I feel like that goes more with dressing and the outfit than anything. Another thing that has happened, men weed themselves out. I am not currently seeing anyone, and so people approach me sometimes. Sometimes they don't. But the people who are intimidated by my hair or have something negative to say about my hair, like I never want you in my space, in my face anyway. So thank you for that. See your way out of this, and catch you never. On the other side of that, I've also gotten to meet so many cool girls, okay? Like compliments from men, eh, compliments from women. Hey now, hey girl, so happy to be here with you. So I've met a lot of cool people that way. And I love girls who just compliment freely. I'm one of those people and I do it because when I want to, but also I want to inspire other people to just compliment people. Like there's nothing wrong with complimenting someone because they look good. Or if you see somebody match their earrings with their eyes, I'm like, did you do that on purpose? Or if they match their eye makeup to something else they're wearing, I just think it's so impressive. And I want to let people know that I see what you're doing and it's working. So I hope you feel good about it. And I feel about, I feel good about it because you look great. So Yeah. And another great thing that's happened since being bald, again, compliments, we just talked about that. And I get to embrace myself as I am. There's nothing to hide behind, literally, figuratively, all the things. There's nothing to hide behind. I can't swoop a little bang in front of my eye. I love the bangs, okay, girls, I'm not talking about you. I truly love all the hairstyles that you do. And I envy, I don't envy you, 
but I'm just so impressed with the effort and all that that goes into it. And again, with the embracing myself there, when I was younger, I had all these things that I did not like about myself, about my face, my body, and it's just like, all that's ridiculous. Because the truth is, those things that you don't enjoy about yourself, that you find undesirable, or that you think you would want to change, those are things that nobody else notices but you. Let's take, for example, I have this birthmark on my left cheek. And I don't... I've never cared about it. I like I knew it was there. I've never tried to cover up with makeup or take pictures on the other side of my face because I liked it better because it didn't have a birthmark. That has just not been a thing about me. But most, a lot of people in my life, they're like, I never knew that you had that. Like nobody actually notices these things about you until you say them out loud. Again, so I have really small ears. Half my friends probably don't even know that because it never stood out to them. Nobody notices these things about you except for you. So you might as well just, you can act like it doesn't exist. You can even emphasize these different characteristics about you if you want to. But just know that all those perceived flaws or things that you feel like should be changed about yourself, nobody notices. Again, being bald has... Just open my eyes to different things. Another one would be that I inspire people. I have had patients with a little bit of hair on their head and I'm like, shave it all off. Or they'll have a lot of hair on the head and I'll just tell them, shave your head. It'll be fine. And they've already expressed to me, oh, I hate doing my hair. I'm sick of this. I'm, I have these patches and I'm not bald because I can't grow hair or anything. I'm just bald because I don't like doing my hair. And I'll just, you know, kind of encourage women or whoever it may be to get rid of that hair that's dragging you down. You don't need it. You're going to look great without. And just try it out and see how it feels. And being able to kind of inspire that freedom in other people, it's been amazing. Another positive, another positive thing that's happened since being bald is that I feel more like myself. And I really do. I think that this is the most me I've ever looked. And it's so weird to say because we can live in our bodies and exist in these bodies all the time and we don't feel like we belong in them. And I think that's so weird. Like, what is that disconnect? Why does that even happen? But through this experience, I really truly feel the most me that I've ever felt. And that's great. I want other people to feel that too. The last thing that has been a positive impact since being bald, I get to spend my money on things that I actually want to. When I had hair on my head, there was either crochet or a sew-in or some braids. All three of those hairstyles require a few hundred dollars. And I, I can't find so many more things to spend a few hundred dollars on. I really truly can't. It could be shoes. It could be a meal. It could be a plane ticket. It could be a coffee machine. Y'all, it doesn't make any sense for me anyway. If you love playing with your hair and doing different things, then I love that for you. But if you don't, let's figure something else out, okay? Let's just figure a little something, something else out. Okay, so enough about me. Let's do the actionable steps for getting y'all to love yourselves more despite these ridiculous beauty standards that are 
black women, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm really, really sorry for the way that society has done us because I think it's changed a lot more since I was growing up. But when I was little, it was not acceptable to have a curvy body, to have big lips, to have bushy eyebrows. Y'all, I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s. They were doing pencils for the eyebrows and the lips. Okay, like everything was thin and it was a time and I really wanted thinner eyebrows. I wanted smaller lips. I wanted to look like what was being thrown at me in the media. And that's so sad for little joy, but I'm glad that we're here now and that we've gotten it together. So actionable steps. Write down two things about your appearance that you love. I don't care what they are. They can be small, they can be big. If you love your butt and the way it sits and how big it is, write that down. If you love the mole on the left side, right above your lip, write that down. Write down two things about your being that you love. This doesn't have to be physical. This actually should not be physical. So I love the way that I am compassionate towards others. Write that down. Or I love my laugh. You can also write that down. So write two things about your appearance that you love, two things about yourself that are not about your appearance that you love. Step three, say the answers from one and two in the mirror daily, okay? So they should all be in one little notes list. I'm a notes girl, you should be too. Put them in your notes list, put them in a journal, whatever works for you, and then get in front of the mirror and say, self, I love these four things about you. Do that and do it every single day until you believe yourself. Now, you can also record your affirmation, not your affirmations, but the things that you love about yourself. You can record it into your voice app, voice notes app, and kind of play that back to yourself whenever you're feeling a little eh. So that's also a good strategy to take. Now, let's get into our affirmations. Y'all, the episode's almost done. Yay. Okay. Affirmations. Y'all already know how this works. If you are returning, if you're new, then know that I like to drop affirmations at the end of my episodes. I say them, you say them back to me. I say them, you say them back to me. I don't care where you are. I don't care who's around. Whoever is around you can join in with you, okay? Turn up the volume. Ready? Okay, here we go. I am confident and comfortable in my own skin. I reject society's unrealistic beauty ideals and embrace my natural self. Louder. I want y'all to say it with some conviction, okay? I reject society's unrealistic beauty ideals and embrace my natural self. I celebrate and embrace my unique features. I choose self-love and self-acceptance over comparison and self-criticism. Okay, do y'all feel better after that? I feel better after that and I already felt good so yay so this does bring us to the end of the episode at this time I like to ask y'all to rate and review my podcast on Spotify on Apple Podcasts for Apple Podcasts if you're not already there the link is below and on Spotify it takes you all of three seconds so thank y'all so much for listening please share with a friend who you think could find some value from this short episode and without further ado Rest up and I'll see y'all next week.